Hey, welcome to the Be More Within Go Move podcast show. We are thrilled you are here. And hello, Joyce. Good to see you. Good to see you as well, Al. So today we're doing something very special for International Podcast Day. So we're out of our rotation for our regular schedule. So but we're going to celebrate Podcast Day. And what that really means is we're celebrating the power of podcasts. And in this shorter bonus episode, Joyce and I are going to be sharing our experiences, the good and the bad, um, and some of our tips and resources on how to prepare for a podcast show. So hopefully you'll benefit of that. So our podcast show is brought by, brought to you, and you stumble as you prepare for this, um, <laughs> by, the Ngomu, by the Ngomu app now available in the Google Play Store. And you can unlock your potential, full potential, and be more by working with over 60 coaches to help you with your personal development, career advancement, health and wellness, and relationship goals accessible anytime, anywhere. Check it out on the Google Play Store, search for Ngomu, and get your seven-day free trial. So my name is Al Weinert. I'm your host. And with me today is Joyce Joya, my co-host as always, CEO of the Herman Group of Companies and author of the forthcoming book, Experience Rules, How Positive Experiences Will Drive Profit Into the Future. And Joyce, so good to see you as always. And it's wonderful to be with you as always, Al. So normally, uh, Joyce and I host this podcast twice a month. It's the Be More Within Gomu podcast, and we speak with coaches and thought leaders about a specific subject of interest to our listeners. Um, we're we're very new at this. This is only uh, we've had seven episodes, I think. So we are learning as we go along, and we wanted to you know share those experiences with you, and hopefully on this International Podcast Day. You will learn a thing or two to make your podcast a success as well. So, Joyce, as we kick it off, um, what's involved in putting together a podcast? You know, it's it's really interesting, Al, because a lot of people feel like, oh, I'll create a podcast. All I mm -hmm. need to do is just go online. And, of course, people are going to come and listen to me because I'm me. Well, it just doesn't work that way. Mm -hmm. And there are a number of things that that you have to consider when you're putting together a podcast. One is what, what platform are you going to use for recording? Now we use StreamYard mm -hmm. and we found that StreamYard for us is a very good platform. But when you're choosing a platform, you want to think about, well, is it going to allow me to put labels, which we call chirons on the things how much flexibility am I going to have? How easy is it going to be to take the recording and move it to all of the different podcast services so that it gets distribution? So when you're choosing a, a, a platform, there are a bunch of things to consider. But that's only the beginning because it's sure that you have guests that people want to hear people who are entertaining and engaging, people that you as a podcast host can have fun with, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it, it can't just be somebody you pulled off the street to come and be on your podcast. You want it to be somebody who other people will want to come and listen to as well. Mm -hmm. And then you also need to think about when you're scheduling it, uh, are you scheduling it at a time when you and your podcast host and, and uh, can be available? And we chose to do it 
typically on Wednesday afternoons at four o'clock Eastern, three o'clock Central, two o'clock Mountain. And we did that because we thought it was a good time to catch people either during their day or at the end of their day. And also we did it uh, because of schedules, because frankly, I travel a lot during normal times. And I wanted to be able to work that schedule around when I could be available without a lot of challenge in my life. Mm-hmm. There, there are all kinds of things that uh, uh, that we need to consider. Are there other things, Al, that, oh, yeah, yeah, and the pre and post, right? Correct. And so you want to be able to promote your podcast on social media. So you're going to have to cho- to create some graphics that you can use in LinkedIn and on Facebook or, or Instagram, wherever you choose to promote your podcast. But then after you've done it, you also want to give people an opportunity to listen to it after the fact. And so you're going to want to make sure that you're continuing to promote it on those social platforms. And don't forget to share it out to your entire network, not just a few people. I think those are great. Those are great tips. And a few other ones I would like to add to that is, you know. I was hoping that you would. (laughs) We have some experience now. So, you know, traditionally podcasts used to be audio only, but now with the platform like we have StreamYard and many other others out there, you know, it's also video. So as you live stream, so is it, is it a live podcast, which we like because it, it's authentic. We make mistakes. You hear construction noise. You know, it's just a, it's a great conversation. Or is it just recorded and then, and then just broadcast as a podcast? So, you know, is it video or not, live or not? So it's different things you have to think about as part of that in a setup. But also, I think um, the, the promotional piece of it is, is quite large. And I'm sure we'll talk about that a little bit later here. And then, you know, instructing as we're as we're going through this process, we get used to the platform as we're doing this. But it really comes down to your guests are brand new every single time you bring new guests on, and maybe they've they've had they've done podcasts, maybe they've been they've been on stream of used Streamyard, they've used other podcasts. So you want to make sure that you really educate them on where to go, where to show up, what to do, what browser to be on, all of that sort of stuff, you know, and. and I know StreamYard has great resources that you just almost can cut and paste uh, to send to people. And most servers probably do. I'm just most familiar with this one. Um, so those are different things just to, to think about um, as part of that. And and with StreamYard, what's beautiful, and again, with other services as well. So there's, from a promotional perspective, they make it very easy for you. So if you link your LinkedIn and your Facebook and Twitch, and um, I'm missing another one here, um, to YouTube to it as you schedule your broadcast, it automatically gets scheduled on all these different platforms because you have to work with those platforms to make sure that it gets out there. As soon as you do your show live, as we're doing, it is streamed to those platforms so your audience can watch it on their preferred platform. And then afterwards, it gives you the video and audio file that you can then use to put on an RSS feed, which we may have to talk about a little bit later here 
to make that and to make the podcast piece of it possible on like Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts and so on. So um, I can talk about this forever. So let's get to a more exciting subject. Well, uh, and I don't know about uh, other people who are listening to this, but if you are not as technology savvy as my co-host Al, then you may want to find a co-host who can mm-hmm. work with you who is more technology savvy. And thank you for being there for me, Al. I really appreciate it. Well, it's interesting. And you bring up another really good point here that we've talked about is, do you need a producer? Do you need someone who sits and turns the knobs? If you can envision the old-fashioned radio, you know, in essence, you know, right now we are host, producer, we are everything. You know, we're programmer. We do everything with the two of us. But at some point, you know, when it becomes more complicated with the graphics and the intros and the outros and all that sort of stuff, it may be helpful to have a producer on the side. And, and, and it's relatively expensive, really, to hire a producer. Um, but maybe you can train someone in your circles who who can who can right. sit with you and do that. So something to think about as as you grow with your podcast. So right now, um, sometimes you see a graphic up show up a second later is because I forgot to press the button. <laughs> <laughs> or even... Go to my favorite source of talent, and that is interns. <laughs> that is true. That is true. I so, have a I have a, a good friend who has a television show, actually, and she has an army of interns who are in film school wherever she is located. I mean, she was in Princeton for years, and so she had like 12 interns at, that she was working with, and... For her, it was free labor. And for them, it was a free way of getting credit. So it worked out for everybody. This disclaimer, don't get in trouble with labor laws and interns. Oh, no, 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 no. <laughs> Thank you, Al. Very, very important. Right. There are, there has to be, and I'm glad that you brought this up, because the way that the law works is that if you are providing value to your interns, if you're teaching them, which she did, if you're coaching them, if you're helping them along in some way, we actually had classes for our interns and we had our fellow speakers do teleseminars for our interns. So if you do that, if you bring value, if they are actually getting something out of being your intern, then you can possibly get away with not paying them. Although with the labor market as tight as it is now, I doubt that that would be the case. True. That is very true. So, Al, how do we choose the right guests? That's a good question. So we, we or I, when I look for a guest, I first think, what's the theme of the show? So who can we find? that ties to that particular theme, what kind of experience do they have? have? Do they have podcast experience? But then also, you know, you can have insanely talented people who are very nervous on a podcast who don't really make for a great interview because you have to be a storyteller and you have to be able to share that story and not be flustered by questions or so on. It's a conversation. So trying to find those people. Um, so you you can... The way, you know, we do it here, we are very fortunate in Ngomo because we have 60 plus coaches, you know, and there's a topic we can do every week that ties to one of those coaches and what they're experts in, you know, but it's basically from from my perspective, I ask friends, I ask colleagues, do you know anyone who would be good in this? Have you heard them somewhere? 
so that's that's how I look for for um, potential hosts and not hosts um, <laughs> no, uh, <laughs> guests. Yeah. Sorry, um, that's that's sort of my philosophy in that. And and really, it's, you know how how good are they in telling a story and being able to leave our listener with a takeaway that they can implement pretty much immediately after the show that makes their life better. That's what I'm looking for. And I'm sure you have you have other things that you're looking for, Joyce. No, that's that's really great. And I really like the way that we leave our our listeners with the takeaways because you take notes when I'm interviewing and I take notes when you're interviewing. And that really works. At least it works for me. And I think it works for our listeners as well. It does. It does. So I'm talking about taking notes and questions. How do you how do you craft your questions? That is, you know, that's, I'm a, a recovering uh, marketing copywriter. <laughs> um, uh, and when I write copy, and I still do, because there's always something that I need to promote for myself or for friends, I, what I do is I put on the persona of my audience and I look out through their eyes and I say, now, what could I, how can I, I put what I'm doing in a way that they'll get the benefits of it? And by the same token, when I'm writing interview questions, I will put on the persona of our audience and think about now, if I were a member of the audience, what would I find interesting? What would make my life better? What could help me to be more? And and that's how I craft the questions. I also think that that people want to hear the stories that our guests bring. So I try to include questions that will elicit that story that will be engaging to our audiences. That's perfect. I, I just, it's always so important, I think, to get that story out of the guests. You know, why do they do what they do? And then what have they learned and what can they, you know, um, share with our listeners and our viewers, you know, so that they can really you know, find value in the podcast? Because that's what we're trying to do, you know, give value to our listeners, you know, as part of that. Right. So, Al, how do we promote the podcast once they're done? That's that, again a good question and something we touched on a little bit earlier. So we, so we do the live version of the podcast. So where we stream on you know, Facebook, LinkedIn, and YouTube. That those are the three channels we we use. And then once that podcast is done through Streamyard, you just get the files and then you can do some fun stuff with it. So one is we post it through an RSS feed. So you can go to rss.com or any other services out there, and then they pretty much put that podcast on different platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and many others. So they distribute it for you. Now you have to pay for that service, but it's not a huge investment. So it's a very beneficial piece to get that podcast distributed. There's other services out there, so do your research on that, but that's what that's what we use. So then you promote that podcast once it's um, once it's done. You can use your social media channels, you can use your newsletter, and so on to Tell people about the podcast. You obviously let your guests know that it's available so they can also share it with their networks because everybody loves to share. You know, they were on the radio, so to speak. They were on a podcast. They were on TV. They love sharing that. So you invite your 
um, your guests to do that as well. And then one thing that is really beautiful, because um, content is king or queen or, uh, you know, <laughs> so um, am I missing? Um, so how do you then repurpose some of that content? So we what we are starting to do right now is because we ask specific questions. Sometimes the questions are very similar. What are the, the top three things you can leave our listeners with and so on? So we repurpose those p- little pieces of content, those snippets, and use those to encourage more people coming in. It's like, oh, this was a great conversation around leadership. I need to listen to that. So all of that sort of stuff, which you can then reuse in social media and newsletters and so on. So it's really use the content that you have and promote it out to the different channels it's very very valuable so um the podcast is just a great great way of getting a message out and and then using all those different channels that you have and you may have different channels you may use instagram you can because you can do reels and all that sort of other fun stuff and and other platforms you just have to figure out what are the best platforms for your cause your organization your company and that's obviously different for every for everyone out there so understand your platforms and and use and promote it there um, as part of that so that's what we do and what we have found to be successful. So, thanks, Al. Uh, before we before we close, and and we will soon. <laughs> I think I'd love to talk about a little bit the value that <clears throat> podcasts bring to people's lives, because the 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 whole premise on which Ingomu is built is to help people be more, and we've actually branded this podcast. Be More, the Be More with Ngomu podcast, right? Mm -hmm. So I believe that podcasts in and of themselves help people to be more by informing them, giving them uh, information that they didn't know before that will help them make better decisions. You know, people ask me, well, what do you do for a living? And I'd say, I'm a futurist. I help people make better decisions by knowing what's coming. And I think that the more information we have, the better decisions we're going to make. And that's one of the things that I'm looking for when I'm asking those questions and when I'm working on a podcast. And then the second thing is that I want to make people think. I want, I want people to, to be provoked by the questions and by the, the, the comments and the, the information that is shared. I want to make people think, how can I be part of the solution? And also, and I, I typically ask this of the thought leaders that I interview, uh, what, what can you what information, what advice can you give our listeners so that they can be more? And I believe that people want to be more. I Actually, I think we're here for two reasons on this planet. I think that we're here to realize our full potential as individuals, which is what be more is all about, and to provide love and support for each other. And I think, I feel like my participation in the Be More podcast allows me to fulfill my life's purpose in that way. That's really beautiful. And it really ties to, to the mission of our company. So it's basically how do we uplift humankind by making a positive difference in the lives of many. And everything we do with this podcast, with our, with our app and so on, ties back to that mission. So how do we do that? So Joyce, thank you for being here today. 
Um, this brings us to the end of our bonus episode. I think that's so fun to say. Uh, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it as well and learned a thing or two about hosting a podcast, producing a podcast. Um, we'll talk um, in our next episode on October 6th at 4 p.m. Eastern time. We will be talking with a few fabulous coaches um, who um, we're actually celebrating National Coaching Day on that day. So it's a perfect time to have that conversation. So catch, uh, catch us live on YouTube, Facebook, and LinkedIn, and then on Spotify, Apple, and Google Podcasts later on, about 24 hours later. But thank you for listening and see you on October 6th. And don't forget to download the Ngomo app from the uh, Google Play Store. So now let's go make a positive difference. And be more. <laughs> Thank you, Joyce. <laughs>